It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 645. Happy Sunday, guys. What's going on? Uh, in Victoria, lots of things are happening. There's uh, just been an official statement about lockdown. Well, official statement uh, that requires a follow-up statement, which is weird because uh, this, the state of Victoria is going into lockdown, but no one really knows what it means. And so this is a statement, which I'll read to you. This is from uh, uh, the Premier. The Honourable, imagine if you had that in front of your name, Josh, the Honourable. <laughs> what are you going to do? To... I wonder if it is just premiers. Can you look that up? Says, how do you get the Honourable? Because I want it. <laughs> we all want it. I think uh, if you actually finish a whole chicken palmer within <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there was a, there's a chicken palmer up in Echuca, I think it is, called Palmageddon. And it's just, it's... The body right. weight of you and I put together. It's heavy. It's heavy. How many chickens? This How is not chickens? the official statement, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, statement from the Premier. I will inform National Cabinet tonight that Victoria will pre- proceed over the next 48 hours to implement a shutdown of all non-essential activity across our state to combat the spread of coronavirus. This is not something that we do lightly, but it's clear that if we don't take this step, more Victorians will contract coronavirus our hospitals will be overwhelmed and more victorians will die victoria will still be able to go to the victorian sorry will still be able to go to the supermarkets the bank the pharmacy and other essential stores like petrol stations and convenience stores freight logistics and home delivery are also considered essential and will remain open i will inform national cabinet that school holidays will be brought forward in victoria Starting on Tuesday, the 24th of March, all measures to be implemented by Victoria, uh, consistent with the health advice provided by the Victorian Chief Chief Health Officer. Um, the decision whether to reopen schools after the Term 1 holidays will likewise be determined following advice from the Chief Health Officer. I'll have more to say on the measures tomorrow morning. So they're saying that uh, what are the essential... He's kind of said roughly... Mentioned mm-hmm. what the essential services are, but th- they have done a edit in the caption and said, "Please note, we are waiting on a confirm a confirmed list of essential services." I mean, it's interesting that uh, they've said they're moving school holidays forward because <laughs> it's really just shutting down schools, right? It's, it's just shut- by saying moving it forward, all of a sudden it's, it takes yeah. a little bit of the sting potentially. Yeah, I yeah I I understand that. Trying not to freak out kids, maybe. But uh, Josh, you said to me uh, over text that you were feeling agitated speaking Mm -hmm. to somebody who wasn't taking it seriously. And I was listening to Sam Harris's latest podcast where he said that he's been feeling like that while speaking to people, some of his close friends that aren't taking it seriously. And I'm in the same boat. I've caught the bug. Yeah. Which is a, I haven't caught. I don't have coronavirus. The irritable, the the less, the less deadly, irritable dude. <laughs> yeah, not happy that his mates not Just, following his advice. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm infuriated <laughs> by some of these people. Yeah, I just, you know, because it's there's one thing to be listening to fake news, and there's another thing to be informed by very smart people. And most of my friends aren't the very smart people that I'm being informed by. Like, 
you know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's- I saw I saw a funny meme which was like, um, uh, I don't know who to believe. Um, you know, I'm hearing two different stories. You know, one from you know the world leading doctors and the other some dude I went to school with. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. everything changed for me when I read the article last night by um, John somebody. I sent it to you guys. Have you read it? Have you done your homework? I don't think you did send it to us. I sent no, it to you in a Slack. I sent it to her and I said, you have to read this article. ABC. It, it's, yeah. It's oh, I had read that. Yeah. John I, Daly. Mm-hmm. John Daly. Dude, John, he's got his head screwed on. I want John as my friend that I listen to. John laid out three end game. Or you could look at them as scenarios or it's how not this John will... Daly, the golfer, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. John Daly, the golfer. I just, no, I just Google because John Daly is, is a, go- yeah, a famous golfer, real quirky dude. If you go on Google okay. Images, you've got to look Trump at him. Looking. John he's, Daly, yeah. isn't he fat? He's like the best golfer. Oh, he no. Looks, yeah. He, yeah, he, he is. He's got a big, he looks like Shane Warne. Just in Shane the Warren's Shane Warne times Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like but, if Shane Warne, because Shane Warne got ripped mm. or he got a lot of surgery or he, got, he, you know, he went down a health kick after being the guy that smokes and drinks oh. beers after a game of cricket professional. He looks like, uh, you know, Shane Warne just went hard for another 30 years. My favorite photo, you've got to Google John Daly. Uh, everyone's got time now. But the uh, Just the photos of him having a ciggy whilst playing golf he's a very eccentric guy and he wears the most outrageous pants including the american flag pants i mean golf golf's one of the things that you can be not in the best of nick Mm -hmm. but still be an absolute weapon yeah like it's just all in the form um no but back to that article the end game like this john daly that the non-golfer john daly Mm -hmm. um he lays out three three end games one's pretty much how we've been tackling it and how that ends up and then two and three and three uh, end game c which he calls it a b and c end game c is a complete shutdown of australia for the next eight to 12 weeks which i'm 100 percent in support of i'm glad you are tommy official Thanks, uh, official <laughs> word from, from you no I, I was thinking about like you see people, I haven't posted anything on social media. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, like, well, if you think about it, not everyone has a podcast that they do every day. Sure. This is that version for me. And I was, I made the decision that I want to make my, my words known. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. But I don't know where we go from here. What do we do now? Well, the, um, I was just watching beforehand, uh, before the podcast, the AFL CEO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so is is Gil is that um, Hamish's? Yeah, you've met Hamish. We've yeah, filmed Hamish before. McLaughlin because I'm like, man, they sound exactly the same. Man, Dude. they've got the same last name. It's his bro. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, seems Just like a power, lovely guy. Power, power brothers. Mm. And so, um, yeah, very uh, obviously sad looking as he would, as they had to cancel or postpone <laughs> the AFL until the 31st of May. I just don't know what planet they were living on on Thursday when they announced that we're going to push on. Like, well, think about. I guess think about it this way: what they're saying is they were speaking to the person who's what is it? The minister, not the minister for health, but the person who's um, responsible in this time at that sort yeah. of federal level. And the recommendations were 
to go on until further notice. And so the thing is, if you're running a business, if you have a bunch of stakeholders, all that sort of thing, we're in a lucky position where as a small business, you and I make the decision. Yeah. We don't have hundreds of employees and it doesn't like, although it impacts us, Mm. it's not the difference between surviving not only as a business, but as an industry. And so the AFL are looking at like, okay, this is a huge impact, not just to the AFL, but then as we've had Gronk Glynn from Florida, who does all of the sports stats and things like that, those businesses, you know, they had huge layoffs. Yeah. Look, and when I say I'm all for shutting it down for eight to 12 weeks, I mean, I kind of, I get the implications it's going to have on the economy, but if you look at the health implications it's going to have on Australia, mm. it far, there's, there's no economy. There's, there's, there's 45,000 people that will end up with coronavirus. But that's why it's the government's job to intervene because yeah. it's very hard. Like, I think it's a lot to ask for these bigger businesses yeah when they're not being told by the government to do it. I mean, the thing was we were, we were inside working from home, self-isolating whilst people were still out out and about, like nothing was happening. Yeah. And so that was an easy choice for us. But, um, Oh mate, John made a good point. It's like at least up, uh, end game C everyone understands if you Mm -hmm. knew that for eight weeks, like you put into your diary and it's like, it could be 12 but you put it into your diary and you're batting down the hatches for eight weeks and you, you, you deal with it, but at least you'd know how, like, and they would have time to start tracking and start, you know, just having it slow a bit, hopefully. And so, so oh, the, the one thing that I'm curious about is, um, will I get my, uh, fancy mat? Oh, did you buy one? Yeah. Business think, expense? Think, or no, 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 no. I think okay. OzPost is still going ahead. So OzPost is still I going ahead. That's are. under essential services. Interestingly, yeah. I was listening to a podcast um, with a guy who's in California and he was saying that even though they're in lockdown, podcasting is considered an essential service. What? Yeah. Really? I guess communications. Like news yeah. and stuff, similar to that. What was that? Sorry, Sam. Like news and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're doing technology news, but yeah, it's, I mean... The good thing about what we're doing is that we can do it without it being, um, you know, impact us. By the way, Lisa's saying uh, in the chat, uh, we need footy right now. So many will be lost without it. Yeah. Yes, Lisa, but better be lost than dead. And <laughs> yeah. uh, she also said, love the plant life at Mason's house. Mace, what's the deal with um, the watering situation? How do you make sure that one, you get enough water and two, that you don't get the it waterlogged and it fuck your shelf. Well, so all of them have a little um, container in the bottom, like a little plastic tray at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So over, like, yeah, it's not going to spill everywhere, but we've got this worm juice. We've got a little like compost bin with I worms. I beg your pardon, a what? Yeah. A worm? We've got a worm farm. And so it's, it, yeah. their yeah. piss is called worm juice. Worm and so juice. if you dilute that with a bit of water, it, I get like a milk bottle worth and just like uh, put it you get tiny, a milk bottle no, no, worth no, no, of in, worm juice <laughs> diluted diluted, dilute, diluted okay, down sure. so there's like i don't know like that much and then you dilute 20 to it. one yeah and so and then i just go around and maybe once a week i probably water them but you gotta you gotta test them to dude see oh, how about wet. this how about this uh au 79 our favorite cafe mm-hmm. abbotsford they have it's where we did our ep 500 they've got like a forest if that cafe closes for the foreseeable future 
based on this. Who's watering the plants? Yeah. There's a lot of plants going to die. This is true. I mean, it's just, I just, I've been thinking about all of those, just the flow on effects, all the impact. And so anyway, I, today, guys, I'm sorted. I called Josh today and said, mate, can I put something on the business? Uh, I was like, which, which only you can do because you're going to, you promise that you create content. Well, we can write it off as a, uh, as a production <laughs> yeah. expense. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be not sure when it could be some night this week or some, sorry, some day this week. I reckon we do it at night, JJ. You it can has to be that. at night. Yeah. It has to be at night. I bought a fire pit and I've bought wood and I've bought chairs for out the back and I'm going to do a campfire episode. So it's like we're at home, we're doing a campfire and I'll have, I'll have my laptop out there. I'll have my good mic and it'll all be set up and we can... Um, it sounds can... annoying logistically for it you. Does, well, for, it? Yeah, look, one episode, I'm happy to do it. It's the actual setup that's annoying. It is annoying. You almost want to do annoying. a few episodes, but you know, that's, that's what you bought into. But Lisa's pumped about the campfire app. I know Grace will be there. Not everyone, and I mean, not everyone can do... I mean, yeah, if you've got a fire at home, but if you've got a fire at home, you could do a fire, have your YouTube going on your phone and have a, we, we do a campfire episode. I know you got, Josh, you could get up on a screen in your apartment. Yeah. A beautiful campfire. projector would be great. Like imagine, have you got a hills hoist? Have you got a, you've got a line, like. Nah, no, imagine, I, just a one that lifts up yeah. like a. I could no imagine you hoist. could get a sheet and project onto the sheet, everyone. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, yeah. Harry, like, are you keen is, on that? Uh, you keen on that? Yeah, I'm definitely keen. Great. But so you just need to get. I mean, I, I see the challenge. Yeah. Uh, Harim's in uh, Colombia. He's saying we're uh, we're quarantined until April thirteen. What can small businesses do? Video production services. Uh, big fan. Is that yeah, a I mean, question? Do you think it's yeah. a question? I think um, uh, being in video production, we can speak to it a little bit. I think it is pretty challenging if you are sort of a traditional cinematographer who does their, you know, day rate and is booked yeah. out every single day and they're, they're an owner of a, you know, uh, a red or something like that. You're doing big TVC stuff. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, but I'm already seeing people uh, in this space do interesting things like providing education online, building um, communities. I think it's a good time for people who have existing communities as well. Yeah. Um, but there's obviously a move at the moment to uh, streaming and um, obviously the, the thought around post-production because you can do that from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but I think like in the grand scheme of things, video, the video production industry compared to many other industries, we're actually probably a little bit luckier than many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can definitely see the, uh, the, in the future, the opportunities in terms of when we're on the comeback, which we don't know how long they'll be, but it's tough. I just spent, I spent half an hour speaking with my bro just about how long he's got, you know, how much cash he's got to last. And the, the reality is not many people have a runway of three months to, f to, and even if you have a runway, you can't fly the plane anymore. <laughs> yeah. Grounded, grounded. You're not going anywhere. But I think it's beyond that. I'm not even looking at personal runway because it's mm -hmm. it 
it is a flow on effect. If I can't pay my rent, the mortgage can't be paid on the other side. The bank doesn't buy get their the cash. fireplace through the business. You're pretty good too, <laughs> mate. Everything's yeah. become a business expense. Yep. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is. Oh yeah, we could claim rent. We could actually uh, on our own personal you'll claim, tax. You'll be some the, kind the, of rent. That would be interesting. I mean, yeah, there will definitely. I'm finding it hard to navigate and understand all of these measures that are being put in place by the government or like tax incentives and tax yeah. credits and things like that. So we definitely need to get uh, Jason from RBK. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah. So we had a, uh, we had a chat with our accountant zoom call on Wednesday. Since that there's been about three announcements Yeah, and about 66 billion bucks, I think in extra. Um, yeah. You know, support. Support. I think I think there's for small business owners that aren't rocking an accountant where they're high touch point and they will be able to offer them the services. Yeah, let's get him on because I think think about Josh when you were a freelancer mm-hmm. in the early days like myself and we didn't have a accountant that we could go to constantly and and they would give us time you know every week mm-hmm. like. He, like our accountant will be lodging everything for us and that's not everyone's situation. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to be able to help people understand how to get the cash from the government, how to lodge this stuff, how to find out what they're eligible for. Yeah. Um, Lisa says, said I'd come for the Barbie, but I'm stuck in Radelaide. You can actually cook on the fireplace, can't you? Nah, I mean, that bit of fence says I'll put on a Barbie. Okay, that, that makes That's sense. What, that yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, oh, Brea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brea, Barbie. I know it's a different, it's slightly different. No, Josh, I opted for the one. So I I, I said to Josh, mate, do you like, because I got no cash. We're, we, we get paid soon, but I've got no cash. We get paid today, by the way. Tomorrow. Okay. I've got a um, Cal invite today. Anyway, we can take that offline. Uh, <laughs> unless we want to go over, we can here. go through it here. Yeah, I will pay it through today, which it should come through either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, right? All right great. You happy with that? Yeah, that's good. But uh, so I had no cash, and I wanted to run it, and I and I asked Josh, "Can I put mm-hmm. it through?" Yeah, and I was yeah, I was just reading out a few prices of them, and what, what I love about you, Josh, you're not you're not afraid to spend money because <laughs> <laughs> well, you said, "Oh, look, under two hundred bucks is pretty good." I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I mean, don't I think that buy once, buy right, you know. Yeah. I mean, your word is quality, so. Yeah, it's all about quality this year, very much so. So um, I I almost went for quantity over quality because what I ended up doing was rather than spending 170 JJ, mm-hmm. I spent 140 total. I got a smaller fire place, which I'm fire pit, which I'm happy about because the other one would have been almost the size of my courtyard mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got wood and four seats for 140. So I mean, who isn't won- that pretty, That's I winning. think, I think it would be better. I was expecting you to bring your own wood, like um, to cut it down or to have something a little bit. No, no, no. So just to get me started, mm-hmm. I got a, two packs of wood, some kindling and some logs. And I, and f- so this week I'll be, Adventure Club will be go. Adventure Club is Bodie and I, by the way. We'll be going to the local park to get lots of kindling, lots of um, stuff that fell down when there was a windy day, probably about two months ago, and there's just shit everywhere. So we'll be going to collect uh, little bits of wood, which will see us through for at least. We 
I Could would. we do some tutorials, some life tutorials? I think that I would love to see you doing a fire, but one of those reverse, I think they're called um, upside down fires. What is that? About this? Upside, so down, upside fire. down fires are, um, I think they're more effective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, it, it'd be like you lay a um, log, 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 at, you know, running sort of left to right. And then the next lot of wood is running from you sort of where you've laid it to the other side. And it's almost like um, if you can see my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a what do you call that? Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost cross, like it's a crosshatch sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then you sort of layer it up, and then yeah, it's a. I mean, is that an oxygen thing? Because it yeah. lets more oxygen in. Yeah. I just got a text from Bree, who's in the other room. She said that she's going to her office. So Tomorrow. this no, right she's now. going to the office right now. So to our office? No, to her office. So this is one of the things around all of this stuff is fulfillment of orders so if things are changing over the next 48 hours i guess business and that's why i was worried about my mat that i'm getting delivered um so again you know everyone sort of it's hands on deck to make sure that they can get as many orders done so that they can be delivered yeah well i think the unknown again is the scary bit and so so i wonder what happens just imagine how many uh, tense conversations there are with people. So, for instance, if you're employed, what's the expectation for you in the coming days? Well, I think, what did I say in that statement? It was 48 hours, yeah. which gives us until Tuesday. So that means they're giving us tomorrow to sort our shit out. And if you can't get sorted in that time. How hectic is it going to be tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, imagine office works. It's, Mate, like we got as busy last thank, week. We, I'm so pumped that we did that last week. Mm. We got out like we were a, a week ahead, somewhat. Yeah, in this whole thing. It's uh, what a weird time, man. What How are you going, Seb? With your uh, your internet? Oh, we're getting there. I went out today and I got some new um, hardware from a company called Ubiquity. Mm-hmm. Um. So um, I was almost done setting it up before we started recording, but I had to unplug it all and plug in my uh, cheap router. Were people uh, respecting the social distancing? Like were people keeping distances and things like that? In store? Yeah. No. Well, uh, look, no, not in the line. The queue is massive. So we we drove all the way out to Sunshine um, to go pick it up and the queue there was massive. It would have been 20... 25 meters the computer long. shop yeah inside the computer shop just lined up against the wall what, and, do you, what um, and did you because i asked when i was in when we sevs and i last or the, the monday just gone we spent all day driving around grabbing stuff which was great mm-hmm. uh i asked most of the places we went to what are you selling what's what's the high demand and it was screens it was monitors so what do you reckon they were selling sevs computers and monitors Definitely monitors. <laughs> Dude, you know when it's leaving your Christmas shopping till late mm. is horrible. Leaving your pandemic fucking lockdown <laughs> shopping till late. <laughs> that's the that's the pits, bro. Definitely. I saw something. Uh, Jeff Bezos <laughs> did an Insta, Insta post and I appreciated what he said because everyone's saying, you know, it's business as usual. 
his it, first no. line was like, it's um, it's not business as usual. No. Like, it's always funny. It's like business as usual. However, here are the 15 different, it's business as usual, but uh, now you, we can't speak in person. You have to order in your car yeah. and then go in and be two meters away. Yeah. It's, it I is think, funny I think... how people, uh, um, there, there was a great post around hoarding. Um, I've got to find out who posted about it, but it was essentially why do people hoard? And so looking at say the things around the toilet paper and mm. you know stocking up on, on different items, hoarding is something that's done based on a psychological condition or something that's happening to us psychologically where we feel yeah. like we need to be feeling safe or trying to be in control. Mm. And so if you think about the last... 10 days how much of all of our purchases have been about the anxieties around the future mm. and also trying to have a little bit of control and thinking about if i don't get this now mm. does this mean in yeah. four weeks time i'm lining up for five hours to try and get some toilet paper yeah i mean i i feel that i can feel it in myself too it's you get it you read a a statement like that from the honorable and you think, fuck, I got to get down the shops. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I then say the shops aren't closing. The yeah. the supermarket's not closing today. Everyone's shit. I got to get down the shops. That's their thinking. Mm-hmm. So don't go down the shops today unless you have nothing. <laughs> then yeah. maybe go down to the shops. Harry, go to the shops. Yeah, definitely. What do you Just, think? Um, what's been the surprise for both of you around what you've been thinking about that you never thought you would have been thinking about. Hmm. You go first, Sarah. Give me time to think. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't because I've never been through, I guess, this sort of stuff. It, it's it's interesting observing my reaction and the people around me, their reactions to to everything that's happening. And I don't think that the whole, the whole idea around like a, a, a pandemic and a spread of um, a virus, I've like, I've, I've never even thought about that. So that's probably the first thing, but yeah, I mean, I guess just like analyzing the way that the people around me are, are doing what they're doing and, you know, going out and buying stuff or yeah, panic buying all that sort of stuff, I think is a brand mm-hmm. new sort of thought. And have you, um, what is your actual thought behind it? Has it changed over the last 10 days? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've probably become more empathetic to the people that are panic buying. At, at the start, it's more just like, oh, it's this sort of silly thing and what's the point and why are you doing it? Um, and and now I guess it it starts to make more sense, but I guess there's you're still on your final sort of... roll of toilet yeah. paper, and you're like, I fucked up. Now, Chem <laughs> Chem Rick's got it sorted. He's really, um, yeah, he's he's really dialed in. Surely Costco. I mean, I could only imagine what Costco is like oh, at the moment. Dude. Haven't heard any reports, but I wouldn't want to touch oh, it based on bulk purchase. Oh my god, I saw a video earlier in the week. Uh, Costco Epping, which is next to the. Northern Health Hospital, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where they're treating people. The line was 400 meters to get in. Like, really? like it's it's not that people aren't going. Like people are going there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going everywhere. Everyone's going to country town. People are going to country towns that don't live in that town. Ryan John, 
who we're going to hopefully have on the show this week remote. Yeah, he went to 15 stores and got 100 toilet paper just for himself. No, he fucking <laughs> drove down to his mum's place to pick up toilet paper. Really? His mum lives right near me. And so he lives an hour and a half away from us. He's busting to do a shit the whole time, I heard. He spent three <laughs> hours just to get some bog roll. Um, what have I been thinking about? I've been thinking about... I went real dark there. I went from thinking about... My my answer was going to be money and living in and so removing so we can all be worrying about cash at the moment and it's like if I don't go to work tomorrow, my I I don't have enough sick leave to eat into you know like so I have to and so it's like re it's looking at what does life look like like with zero money like fuck all money like money's not the worry, it's like survival. And being up against something that is super dangerous is more of the concern over how much cash do we have? How much say, like when we were all brought back down to a level playing field, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Yeah. And, and then it feels I, like there's something, yeah, as you said, much bigger than all of that. Yeah. And so I've been thinking about having no cash, like having nothing to my name and everyone in the same boat and what does that existence look like? And so where do we, and then where's our focus go to if it has been around, you know, worrying about money so much, it's like you just have none and we're trying to look for government. Like what does that existence look like for our mind and for our culture and for our society, like our society. Um, But then I went to thinking about, uh, I don't think about this much, but, the older people in my life, my parents and this affecting them. And so, you know, you can get pretty emotional thinking about thinking about like my mum's 70, they're fit and healthy, but still they're of the older population that are affected by this. Mm-hmm. And so that is some, I think they're new thoughts that you don't have just week to week. Um, Cause you're not, if they're, you know, my parents are fit and healthy. But then if there's something like this, it's like you throw that in the mix and then that brings a whole new thought pattern, which is you almost don't want to enter it. You don't almost don't want to go there. But um, what about you, JJ? Yeah, I think I heard someone say the other day around it feels like we're living out what will one day be in the history books. Mm. I feel that. I feel it's like, you know, the the big things in history that we look back on. It's like, man, we can't imagine a time where there was the Nazis or there was, you know, world wars or things like that. And we're only, uh, you know, within Australia, mm. a few weeks in very, very early stages of all of this stuff. And yeah. so I think that this, what I'm thinking about is how this will change mm. everything. Um, and I hope that the way that we, it is the change does happen is in a positive way where we look to the people stuff, the, the human side of life. Cause I think mm. that that's as we're starting to have to self-isolate and, you know, socially distance or whatever you want to call it, all of a sudden you're starting to realize those really small things in your life. So mm. for Brie, it's her appreciation of being able to go to the gym every morning, which I know that for a lot of people, that's the thing. Um, and, 
you know, I, I think that hopefully we walk away with an extra level of gratitude for mm. all of these things that we have. Mm. Yeah, for the things that are super easy in our life, or mm. we don't, you don't ever have that thought process. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. And yeah, I guess the other thing too is it's, um, it's a real interesting game in attachment to things. Mm. Yeah. And, and so, ambition. Yeah. And so, from, you know, you hear comedians talking about, um, you know, Lewis Spears, who I've had on the show before, he was talking about, I had my 18-month game plan sorted. I was doing the comedy shows, which would then get my, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Live, like recording, all of these, you know, special, yeah. uh, then do the overseas um, trip and, and perform there. And it's like, that's all been wiped out for him. And so when we think that we have so much control when we think mm. that we're so smart and that we're going to nail the game when the game changes all of a sudden, I think that it's can be a humbling experience for a lot of people. Yeah. If you can, if you can have this self-awareness or the self analysis on how silly worrying about mundane shit in the past mm-hmm. is in a time like this, it's, it's comforting. I, I was at the psychologist this week and I was saying, you know, the, the whole reason I wanted to go was some hard time that just, I felt like I was dealing with earlier on, which was, uh, which was nothing really. It was just, you know, it was just life that just feels hard at the time. But then it's like, it gets to this and it feels like, it seems like it should be the harder time, but I don't feel that right now. I think maybe I, it, does, it does it not feel like for me, it doesn't feel as hard because the um, there is sort of a, a global or universal goal yeah. that we're all working towards. And yeah. so I feel like most of the tension within my life is I have an idea of the direction that I think we should go in and yeah. then someone else has a different direction. And that happens within business, that happens within personal life. And so with this, we sort of do have that universal need at this one point, which I feel like it actually is bringing us all together. Mate, the grind is done. Like think about the grind, the business grind, the, the ambitious grind to achieve your goals and all that shit. Right now, the grind is over and and it's a different focus. I haven't watched any, like, has Gary V? have you seen any content? Coming oh, yeah, I don't know. No. Like, I feel like he's a, he's, he's a maniac who's quite self-aware, but seems outrageous at times. He's still like so garage sales, just still, he's buying as imagine. many stuff. I think, mate, Gary V's Vayner Media. Yeah. I mean, that guy has a challenge ahead of him. I, mm-hmm. I feel for the bloke. It's hundreds of staff. It's a lot of redundancies. A lot, Yeah. A lot of his clients, mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the the economy is stopping. New York City is stopped. Yeah. And I do, and you and I have spoken about this, but the idea around people trying, I understand, especially I understand it in places like the fitness industry because yeah. that's been you know massively disrupted. And I've seen so many uh, owners of gyms and things like that doing mm-hmm. online courses and like moving all of that and just completely shifting their business from something that's all in person to something that's completely online. 
Mm. Um, but it is it is hard to watch um, to see uh, everyone trying to pivot and uh, yeah. and I, I I do wonder. I, I think that it's harder for some industries to do it more than others, but I think that it can be it, it can be difficult for some of those. Yeah. Yeah, Grace I mean, says, so true, uh, TJ, our priorities have shifted and it's making mm-hmm. us all consider everyone around us more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's, uh, I mean, the core need of community, how do you fulfill that? Like a lot of people, as much as if you're a you know homebody, there is still some community you want to feel a part of, whether it's your besties from school or people at the gym that you get to see, you know, like extroverts, introverts, whatever. It's like, we need to feel like we belong. And so, yeah, I mean, this is just the time it's all shifting. And so I feel like I said yesterday, this podcast, I, I, I hope people can feel like that. And, I, and I'm inspired by showing up daily and not doing it pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if one of us is sick or one, like we can drop in or whatever it be, but we can do it remote. So it's, um, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm grateful for that. Definitely, uh, it's a daily talk show. Uh, we says we should definitely um, start messaging the VIP Gronks when we're going live. Can we yeah, start doing the, that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you want to become a VIP Gronk, you just go to thedailytalkshow.com forward slash Gronks. I've gone through and I've we've we had about sixty different people that we're sending stickers to from all over the world. Um, and I'm, um, I've nearly finished. I've been handwriting. I oh. thought I would get this done in, you know, you thought uh, it'd be done in a two hours. hours. I thought it was two hours. <laughs> yeah. but, and then I just like, definitely not. It's, it's, it takes a long time. One thing it's we didn't buy, JJ, was stamps. Have you got stamps? <laughs> no. So I was just thinking of um, at the post office, that's an essential service. So oh, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just go in and I've separated international versus domestic. And I'll just be like, guys, what does it, what does it cost? I've got limited 200. That's my go-to, you know, it's <laughs> under 200 years ago. No, nah, but you need to get a good deal. Lisa said I got a good deal. So is yeah. it a good deal? It's pretty small to be honest. My fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you need? What do you need? What do you make up for with just, a big fire pit, bro? No, no. I just felt like who's that get lucky. You've only got a very small family because I no, reckon it, you'd, it wouldn't keep many people yeah. warm. Yeah. <laughs> a small, a small backyard it makes sense for how big my backyard is. Mm. It's tiny. Interestingly, I was talking to Scooter Derek. Uh, his kids had a, um, uh, one of their friends had a birthday party and it was, uh, it was all remote and they had. Oh, um, yeah. oh, that's fun. But they did have a cake. It was a bit of a nightmare because he lit the, the candles for the cake and then they sung happy birthday. He's like, hang on, you can't blow them out because, you know, uh, coronavirus. So he had to, it was a bit of a clusterfuck. He burnt his hand. Removing the candles. So. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of. Uh, but wasn't think... everyone remote? That's yeah, a, but the, the bit per... that I didn't understand. There must have been. No, he, no, no. he could have blown it out. No, but if he has a family there, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So it, it must have been um, for for whatever reason he was in charge of the cake. Yeah. No, I get it. Think I think about it you was... can't lick your fingers and then. Oh yeah. Can't do that because you've touched it. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? What's yeah. going on? Uh, anyway, uh, it's a daily talk show. Uh, tomorrow we've got Shannon Kennedy on the show. Oh, do we? Uh, yeah. Didn't even know that. 10 a.m. You know, I mean, we've got it on in a calendar, but yeah. And so yeah. she's, um, uh, she's been doing the whole remote thing for like 20 years. So and, yeah, 
People yeah. have a lot to say, I reckon, about that. A lot of insights. Uh, otherwise, see you tomorrow, guys. Have See a good one. Guys.